Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Pulse Headline News. Let's start off with a song today, then we're going to go ahead and get rolling into the show. Thank you all for joining me here today, and let's do it.
something strange happened to me. Full of falling so I can't see. My baby's crying, she's a calling me. Looks like it's a World War III. A modern good task to be. And the humanity. Got a bad hold on me. Looks like it's a one, two, three. inside of me I'm a bleeding internally please let me die so I could be free look out sucker it's a world war three Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Pulse. Headline news. Today is February 20th, 2023. Glad you guys are all here listening with us. Let me go ahead and uh, get the old co-host rolling here. (laughs) It's going to be one of those mornings. We got a lot of news to cover today. And... uh, Started a little early here, and uh, let's let the figured I'd play a couple songs and get the room filled. Good morning, Tucson Scott. How are you, brother? Good morning. How are you going to get me rolling? I already did. I threw out some punk for you. What do you think? Yeah, are you going to put roller skates on my crutches? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to get you rolling one way or the other. Hey, welcome to the show, old man. Glad you're with us uh, this morning. Hey, by the way, great show this morning. Uh, thank you for uh, letting me be a part of that. Also, all those, you know, check out the old man's podcast, morning podcasts, uh, throw you a spring in a step, as he says, and just great. Uh, Old Man Podcast, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a.m. Pacific. Be there, man. It's a great time. It'll get your morning going. He's got a great panel. Uh, 
the old man's podcast with the navigators. Fun, fun, fun. Be there. All righty. Let me get out the uh, weather here uh, for those that are uh, not sticking their head out the door right now. It's beautiful here in Alaska. Uh, currently, it's 15 degrees and lightly snowing. 15 degrees. Man. I'm going to take this all day long. We got a high of 20 today, low of 15. Uh, looks like we're we're starting to get some, get rid of those winter shivers right now. It is snowing out there. Going into Tuesday, we got a high of 21, a low of 10, uh, showing some chances of snow about 40%, which means, yep, we're going to get it. Wednesday, we got a high of 23, low of 21. So we're still holding in those double digits, man, looking beautiful. Thursday, we got a heck of a change. Uh, we got a high of 35 and a low of 21. Get out those shorts and flip-flops and the Tropicana suntan oil because we are going to rock it. 90% chance of snow that day. So we're going to get some uh, definitely coming in. They're going to call from anywhere between 8 and 12 inches of snow here in the Denali borough. And also going into Friday, still in those positives, uh, high of 26 and a low of 10. Great day out there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got a great week ahead of us, staying warm. Uh, I think we may actually beat you, Scott, in Tucson for the weather because you got some chills coming and we're warming up here. Um, I, I don't know if we still have that in our forecast here. Um, really? Let's it may see. be flipping. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. So yeah, no, no. Um, uh, at the end of the week, we'll be in the mid 30s in the morning. Yeah. Um, but until then, I mean, we're we're kind of, you know, normal. Actually, that's weird. It just updated. Uh, we'll be in the mid 30s on Wednesday morning now. Ah, so, OK, we uh, may we're having you. we have we have rain coming. We have rain Damn. coming tomorrow morning. Yeah. And it'll be probably about a day and a half of rain. OK, well, you do have some stuff going Weekend was full of news. Hey, Rick, uh, Nana Rick's on the air with us as well. Uh, he uh, just joined the room. It's kind of a slow start for Monday. I mean, everyone's kind of like, blah, it's Monday. By the way, happy President's Day out there. Uh, a lot of you guys are off work right now, including me. I'm not driving the big yellow limousine today, so I'm a happy camper, you know? And, Scott, you're just here. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta try and get through this news today we got a lot of stuff to yeah cover. we have way more than we should we right. probably have like a week's worth of news in one show yeah. so in one show i just got messages we got three more getting ready to pop into the show as well it's going to start filling up here uh, welcome to monday all right you ready to start with some news i think i'm set here uh i've got the board all ready to go i've uh got the live ticker here ready for you to send me stuff if you need to and uh let's start off with our first news story let's do it yeah so um on friday afternoon uh trump has announced that he will be visiting east palestine in ohio next week so sometime this week okay um the funny response that I've been seeing about this yeah. is all of a sudden you're seeing little small segments of government officials who have been sitting on their hands over the, the Palestine tragedy. Um, right. All of a sudden, welcome. Oh, to the show. Oh, we're, we're going to do that too. Like, yeah. um, 
And it's weird because before Trump announced that he was going to visit there, like people were like, no, you guys are okay. You guys just need to calm down. Right, right. It's not that big of a deal. But then all of a sudden Trump announces and every everyone's, you know, rolling out of bed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it actually calmed down a little on the on the media side, too. I mean, we just had someone arrested right last Thursday was the last time. We had, uh, Let, yeah, that, that, member that of the I media heard. was arrested for trying to cover it, getting too close to Palestine and yeah. breaking news on it. And, uh, we didn't hear anything over the weekend about any arrest being made. And so that, that tells me, you know what? Trump may have turned the tide saying, I'm going to go visit these people and talk to them. I did you know? not see any more news out of East Palestine. That's kind of like my update for for yeah. uh, our, us keeping an eye on, on what's going on there. Right. So, um, okay. But that, that's basically the top of the news is people are kind of anticipating what he's going to do, how he's going to approach that situation. Um, yeah. The, the one thing I will say, I mean, he's, no matter how you feel about Donald Trump, it's an ex-president visiting and it's going to get coverage. Like that's oh, just bottom, bottom line. Right. Um, so people are going to talk about it. Yeah. Susie, welcome. I know where Susie's sitting at. Susie's sitting at the airport in Anchorage right now. She's she's trying to get home. <laughs> yeah, see, hi, from the Anchorage International Airport. <laughs> she's sucking down coffee. She's probably gotten two massages by now. You know, that's what we do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, probably hit the, she's probably hit the Sky Lounge or... The, oh, I bet you anything she was at the Alaska Lounge because I think she she uh, uh, hit the I think she flew Alaska Airlines this time, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure she says interesting people watching. I would imagine absolutely. Hey, welcome to the show. All right, uh, go ahead, Scott. Let's let her roll here. So um, over the weekend they had the Munich Security Conference. And the people who um, were noted to be attending that was Bill Gates, uh, who's uh, Tedros, the the head of WHO, and also the German health minister. Um, During during that conference, uh, the German health minister, uh, quote, said, new pandemics are certain. The only question is when and are we better prepared then we have been working on that well we just broke it on friday right of the next one that they're yeah. contemplating what was the name of it bogus i i can't i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head um uh, started started with an m it's it's the one that's uh, what coming out of uh, africa yeah I, 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 I think M and I'm thinking Malbec, like the Malbec, like the, like the was. wine. Was uh, it a nice Malbec from, from, the Malbec from Argentina? Yeah. You know, the Malbec. No, no, no that's, that's not, that's not, that's not a virus at all. That's no, no. I was trying to find it here and now I can't find it. I found the clip of it. Uh, Marburg. That's the name of Mar- it. Marburg. Yeah, it. yeah. The Marburg, uh, virus is now uh that's going to be the new game to play i guess of what's coming over uh 
let's see here. I was trying to catch it up with uh, with the chat box. All the people who want one world government and think the world population needs to be reduced. Well, <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, we we watched uh, some of the clips that we played Scott the other day were just insane what they were talking about. Um, you know, <laughs> I've got I've got a cast of loons for you today. So we'll you got a cast of loons. We're gonna get exciting here at the pulse here. Pretty uh, uh, <laughs> what was it, uh, Matthew Lee, the journalist? Um, uh, the truth uh, about uh, John Kirby. That last that last one, I don't remember. No, that was another one. I don't know. You got more stuff to throw out than we know what to do with. All right, what you got? So uh, early Saturday morning, uh, North Korea test fires an intercontinental ballistic missile from the Sea of Japan west of Aikido. The missile flew for about 66 minutes, landed okay. in Japan's EEZ, The estimated flight distance is about 900 kilometers and the maximum altitude was 5,700 kilometers. The missile appears to have a range of 14,000 kilometers and could reach the continental U.S., says Japan's defense minister, Hamada. Wow, that's West Coast bound, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, remember you, you they they don't allow you to, to use Google Maps to like go to North Korea like can't like go to like what you yeah, know yeah. Talk, what taco shops are open in North Korea right now it doesn't work. <laughs> right. it actually doesn't work it's blanked out right isn't it like you can't see yeah. nothing uh, yeah <laughs> taco shops are open all right go ahead scott <laughs> so i'm going to send over our first clip of the day all righty, let's get rolling with go. it. <laughs> All right, first clip of the day coming. Oh, no. You got a headline for it, or you just want to just let it rock? Okay, no, we we will we go ahead and introduce. Um, uh, so this is uh, also, uh, this was over in Germany. Yeah. And it's a clip of uh, Kamala Harris at that same conference we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, the security, the security conference. And uh, this is Kamala Harris stating that the United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. We haven't heard from her in months doing anything. And all of a sudden she pops out at the Munich Security Conference. All right, let me go ahead and play that clip here. It's a short clip, about a minute long. And there is no doubt These are crimes against humanity. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. And I say, to all those who have perpetrated these crimes and to their superiors who are complicit in these crimes, you will be held to account. In the face of these indisputable facts, 
to all of us here in Munich, let us renew our commitment to accountability. Let us renew our commitment to the rule of law. Wow, there you go. Kamala Harris speaking out. Uh, Yancey, welcome to the show, my brother. Beating beating the war drum, right? Beating like, the uh, war drum, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. She must have learned English the way I did, being like a teenage suburban dirtbag, because her English command of the English language is just not awesome. And I, and I realize mine isn't either, but um, yeah, she's a vice president, so I can... Right. Where's she been the last two months? She hasn't she hasn't raised her head anywhere. She's she's been around because we've been playing clips of her. Yeah, she's yeah. Just, but she every time she she what she does is go to meetings and conferences on very um you know uh controversial issues and makes a a comment uh, that is very polarizing. So yeah. that's what she does. She doesn't really, she's not like heading anything. She's not controlling something. Like, I mean, right. it's one thing that I think vice presidents have uh, done a lot of work. And the thing is, is she probably has more role because, you know, she was, she was a, the, the head of the Senate for the first two years yeah right right so she probably had more of a role um than your your average bear is going to get as a vp and you know maybe maybe that's what she's doing now maybe she doesn't have to do that anymore because the democrats control the senate so she's just uh she's just yeah. doing her her meet and greets yeah Again, uh, he put out there, Kamala speaks like a kid trying to squeeze words into a theme to get a thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> a thousand. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when we listen to this stuff, some of the clips that we've played lately, um, I've got a lot of messages here at the Pulse about some of the stuff because, of course, a lot of people don't get to hear this. And for those listening to the show for the first time, uh, we don't cover stuff up here. We, you know, we're kind of on the edge here of we make sure that we just put it up front and uh, let you guys hear it the way it really comes out. So anyway, uh, Scott, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to, to stay that. on the subject matter of Kamala Harris. So this was also uh, r right as that conference was closing, it was announced yeah. that Kamala Harris will fly back from Germany to the U S on a C 17 military plane because her Boeing C-32A is, quote, broken down. And that what? was according to the Bloomberg poll reporter that was on site there at that security conference. So her plane broke down. So she yeah. they just Ubered her into, a, into another plane, basically. Yeah. yeah. Let's Why, talk do you, about do you, do you have that option on your Uber? I do. Like I military do. plane, like I, Uber yeah. Plus? Yeah, Uber. it's Uber Plus. It cost me a little bit more, but it, you know, it's well worth it in the in the long range. You know, just in case your your uh, VP plane takes a dump on you, you know. Right. But think about that. I mean, these are these are planes that are that carry basically the U.S.'s 
you know, our, our world leaders here, our leaders here. Yeah. You know. And I've, I've got plenty of more on, um, this is a, a thing that's not being covered as much. Um, yeah. but I have more with the Munich security, uh, conference. Um, uh, yeah. so one of the other stories, so everybody gets their, you know, get, gets their, their chance for the microphone. It's just like Podbeam over there. Um, <laughs> so, so By like, way, uh, lines here after we get through some stuff here <laughs> go ahead scott <laughs> so um the uk uh pm uh yeah. prime minister uh sunak uh quoted the united kingdom will be the first country to provide ukraine with long range weapons as in like long range nuclear weapons that's the quote that is the quote that that's what it tells me. So, I mean, this could go really nasty and sideways in a heartbeat. You know, you give them something like that. What's going to be their first target? You think I got a pretty good idea. It just depends on what level. If it's level one, it's going to be military bases. Right. So, yeah. And I doubt anyone's going to go into level two because level one will wipe out the world anyway. So. Right. Um, I'm going to send you another clip. Okay. Bong. There it is. Okay. You got a headline for this or you just want me to let it fly? Yeah. This is also from the Munich security conference. This is uh, the German defense uh, minister. Pistorius uh, says Ukraine must win the war. So okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Ukraine must win the war. Did it pause on me? Or was no, that it? No, that's it. That's it. That's that was it. it. Yeah. I just that's it. That's that's the clip of that's pretty basic. Huh? Like this is <laughs> this is this is Joe Biden saying, I've got hairy legs, and then the clip comes and it goes, I've got hairy legs. <laughs> shine in the shine in the water when they get wet like come on man <laughs> right that's the best so clip. also out of russia over the weekend yeah. uh this was huge news in russia uh russia is planning to launch a rescue ship to the international space station uh this week after a coolant leak issue with the second Soyuz vehicle. So they're, they're going to be huge mission. Um, there's a kind of neat video of the, uh, the, the, the vehicle that they're using to get up there. Um, so yeah, they're continuing on with their space program. Um, right. Like nothing's happening. Yeah. yeah. Just move on. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I tell you what, I, I don't know where to go with half this stuff anymore. The stuff that's coming out. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I'm just gonna just bottle up about that right this second. And we'll move so, on. Uh, out of, um, this was a major event coming out of France that happened over the, the weekend. Um, mass panic at La Defense shopping mall in Paris, a man jumped to his death 
inside of the mall, causing a loud noise that triggered mass panic and fears of an active shooter, according to all initial reports. The video of this event was crazy. They show the area outside of the mall. People are running in like fear. Like it's one of those, like almost like how like those, like um, those like soccer events, like turn into the mass panic. Right. Um, Right. It was, this was like huge. Like this was obviously the only thing they were probably talking about coming out of France over the weekend. So I thought I would uh, make a mention of that one. Right. Um, Let's see here. Um, And then uh, over on about Saturday afternoon, um, Twitter had reported that it was uh, down for the entire world. Um, So that was a huge outage. Um, and it did affect just everybody, everybody worldwide. Mm. Are they saying so, anything else on it? Just that it was an outage? No, no. Yeah, there was, there was nothing that really came out. What I do notice is that since Elon has taken over, these yeah. these, these outages seem to happen like once or twice a week. Um, yeah. And I have a feeling because of his skeleton crew that I kind of understand, you know, being my background of what I've done. I think what they're doing is they're probably using something to implement code. Okay. Um, like, uh, there's, there's quite a few programs. What you do is you find like, uh, the base code and you make your modifications, your change to the website, take, take the website down, take all of that code down, implement it in. Right. And then restart the whole thing. And I think, that he's just not making any announcements. He's he's just doing right? boot, boot, reboot. He just he's just he's just doing it like it's his own thing. Yeah. Like you know, like you yeah. know, he's you remember working. those days in the financial world. <laughs> yes. Let's just send a patch through as it knocks out. <laughs> yeah, no, knocks knocks out a region of the country. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the the financial engineering world. Um, yeah. I, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Yancey just put out to take it offline for a, for a tool push. Yeah. It's, it's basically, that's what it is. It's patches, it's updates. Uh, me and Scott have been going through that for years in the software engineering side and mechanical side because of what happens to it. We've seen it. You and I, Scott, we've seen it take out whole cities with one patch, right? Oh, I've in, seen it. I've seen it take out the country. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, crazy stuff, you know. What could happen? One 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 patch goes through and it wipes out everything, and of course then you're down everywhere in the financial world. What a what a yeah. No one thinks about doing any testing in the background. Let's just try it out and see if it works, right? You remember how stuck we were in that mess? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Susie says she's getting on a plane now. Bye, everyone. We'll see you soon. She should be on the ground by about I don't know eleven thirty twelve in Fairbanks. She, is she uh, is she hopping on board with uh, Kamala Harris? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Susie's sitting in first class. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, no. Kamala's back in JJ 24, back in the screamy baby section next to the, next to the crappers in the back of the, anyway. <laughs> well, I have a feeling she's like sitting on a, on the, on the floor with like a, a mil spec strap across her right. chest. Right. I mean, uh, that's a military a, plane. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a globe master. Right? Like, yeah, like even, exactly. e- even, even like, like even the nicest, uh, accommodations for military is like those right. jump seats, those folded jump seats. Oh yeah. 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 So, I mean, so she's got a little bumpy ride. <laughs> she got bumpy ride. At, at least, at least, right. Like they get to go up, right. They get to go up. So her, her commute is quicker. Right. 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 That's it. Yeah. Got a wingspan of about 150 feet. If I remember correctly on a globe master. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, well, too much. All right, go on, Scott. Let's, uh, so there's, there's been a hot story that's kind of been going on since we've been doing the headline news okay. and we have not covered any of it. Um, okay. the, uh, the new story in question is on, uh, the, uh, uh, the personality, uh, Andrew Tate. Okay. Um, do you, how much do you know about Andrew Tate? I'm going to let you roll with it. Cause that, nah, I don't. So let's go. Okay. So Andrew Tate is known for, uh, doing appearances on social media and he basically, uh, kind of like, uh, some people like the people who don't like him would call him misogynistic. He's a yeah. very, uh, harsh reality pro man. Right. Right. Uh, he talks a lot about how to treat a girlfriend, how to look for a woman, um, how to live your life, uh, get up in the morning, exercise, you know, make yourself valuable and it not be dependent on the underbelly of the dating scene of women. That's what he's mostly known for. He was a kickboxer or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he the, was a kickboxer. Eric, welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah, he was a kickboxer, if I remember correctly. And yeah, started getting his fame that way. And then started coming out with all his, I don't know, BS shenanigans. He's got, he, so most people, I know what he really does for a living. And a lot okay. of people do not talk about it. Like literally, if I talk about it, I will be one of the first people who are openly talking about this. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of people don't know this aspect of what he does, but he's got a university. It's like called like Tate university. And th- that is what most people know that he does. So what yeah. he does is you sign up for Tate university. It's a pyramid scheme and they teach you uh, how to sort of make money, what mm-hmm. sacrifices to, to make. Let's put it this way. It's like the macho version of Dave Ramsey. Oh, okay. Yeah. um, So what he actually does for a living that I'll just break it and just be blunt and to the point. Okay. He is like the last purveyor of cam girls. No. Yeah. He has uh, cam girls all over the world. He's got a ton of them in Romania and that's how he makes his money. Well, if you think about what it would be like to manage or run a cam girl business, you can already see 
that it's probably a business full yeah. of a lot of pitfalls and a lot of bad personalities. Right. 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 Um, I mean, for well. so, um, anyway, he was arrested about two weeks ago. Uh, he was charged with trafficking and yeah. rape and it's kind of been coming out that the, uh, authorities there did not have, uh, sufficient evidence to do that. Yeah. Um, and that there's very little evidence that he did any of those crimes. In the meantime, the Romanian authorities have uh, taken all of his belongings. He's a collector of exotic cars. They took all his cars. He's got a Bugatti. And you know, there's not too, like, no matter what anyone says, there's not too many people in this world who own Bugattis. Like, right. Bugatti is like, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. You walk into a Bugatti dealer and they ask, what are you bringing to the table to drive this car? They don't care. Uh, how, they don't care if you could pay for it. Yeah. A average person who walks into Bugatti dealership with the money in hand, cash in hand, uh, right. their wait list is over two years. And that's yeah. because they're doing a social credit experiment with that person before they actually let them drive off. They reject people all the time to buy in their cars. So, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, they took his car collection. They took everything. They raided his home. His brother is also arrested. Um, so his brother's also a kickboxer. Um, so he made an announcement over the weekend that this woman who was accusing him, which has already said that the police found some evidence. They found it on WhatsApp. It's a British girl from what I'm understanding. I could be wrong on that. So don't quote me on that. Um, she, they found WhatsApp messages that basically said that they were her talking to one of the other girls about how a scheme to get back at him, right? To extort him for money and it didn't work. So let's get him arrested kind of thing. Right. Right. So now, now not all the evidence is pushed forth. That's just the evidence that has been leaked through. But the big news over the weekend is uh, whoever represents Andrew Tate while he still sits in jail this whole time. Right. Um, said that they will, that they're uh, drafting up a $300 million lawsuit against the rape and trafficking accuser. So he's taking this seriously. Right. Um, and you know, who knows the, the jury's out. We don't know if he, he actually did any crime at all, even if it was minor or if it was major, we don't know, but right. I just want to bring that story into our fold, give you the update, kind of give you the background. And yeah. then when we go forward, we can talk about uh, how that's playing out. Right. Okay. I remember who this is now. As soon as I picked up one of the headlines, uh, because the media calls him the king of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Do you remember that? That now, now it rings a bell. No, I don't remember that because that's not what I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't care about, you know, listening to people's opinions about people's right. opinions who that's heard a, something from a person's opinion. I've yeah. heard him before. Yeah. Yeah. He says some really blunt stuff. Pretty jacked like, up. He, I don't, I don't, I don't, it, it's not necessarily jacked up. Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. But okay. he's so blunt about it that it's like, it's at the point where it's uncaring. 
Uh, Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, some, I've had friends like that, you know, so. Yeah. I I get it. Like, you know, just because you, just because something's on your mind and just because something's true doesn't mean you need to broadcast it. I'm not saying say it. I'm saying broadcast it. Right. 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 Okay. I get you, man. All right. What else you got rolling here? Okay. So also over the weekend, uh, former U S president Carter, 98 years old, will spend his remaining time at home and receive hospice care instead of medication. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, there's oh so many opinions about president Carter out there. Um, you know, uh, either way, you know, whether you liked him or you didn't like him, um, the man well, was, some people pre- are allergic to peanuts. <laughs> you were going to go there, wasn't you? <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. What year was he in, uh, president? I'm trying to remember, right? Yeah. It was 70, 76 to 80. Yeah. 76 to 80. Okay. He's yeah. my birth president. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your yours was was what? Um what one of the Roosevelts or something yeah, like that? One of the Roosevelts. He's such an ass. <laughs> Look at Susie's laughing. <laughs> one of the Roosevelts. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you ain't gonna say nothing, are you? <laughs> Susie says Nixon. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, the jokes write themselves. Absolutely, yeah, he was. Uh, that's right, he was. I I remember that he previously served as a governor of Georgia, right? It was like from seventy, I don't know, nineteen seventy. I need to actually pull this up. That way, I'm not. Just- <laughs> now, now I get why they voted for Kemp. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? He was a, okay. He served as the seventy-sixth governor of, of they, Georgia. They, they still like nuts over there. They still like nuts over there. <laughs> Uh, he was a Georgia senator, state senator from 1963 to 67, and then uh, governor from 71 to 75, and then uh, 39th president from 77 to 1981. There you go. Is his wife still alive? I can't even remember. I remember. I no, idea. no. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of dating myself here. I think uh, if I remember, uh, her name is was Rose, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah, I think she's. I think. You remember when your grandchildren voted for Carter? <laughs> You're gonna keep pushing there, aren't you, man? <laughs> <laughs> the old man says only because I didn't want the job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she actually is. She's still uh, there. She is Rosalind Carter. Um, she's currently ninety-five years old, born in nineteen twenty-seven in Plains, Georgia. Yep. Okay. And spouse, of course, Jimmy Carter uh, in nineteen forty-six. Wow. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully that he passes peacefully, and uh, 
you know, any, anytime you look at one of the presidents that has sat in that seat, they get my all out respect unless they're pushing stuff for shoes with Velcro on them. There you go. That's what I got. Okay. Uh, let's see. Susie's putting out there. Uh, I hear Scott saying I'm old and I'm not old. <laughs> Are you tagging on Susie again? Is that what you're doing? I, I know, but his, his, uh, yeah, no, she said Nixon. That's not, that's not old. Right. That's not, you know, yeah. people were, people were already wearing bell bottoms when Nixon was out of office. So yeah, the old man still is. I mean, you know, I still got a pair or so. Yeah. Well, the old we man. We know you wear platforms, so. <laughs> hey, old man, that's all we need, right? We just need a pair of bell bottoms and some dingo boots and we're good to go. <laughs> all right. Hey, Mogadish, uh, welcome to the show. Um, let's go ahead and uh, get some more news out. We're just rolling right through here. Um, we've got quite a bit to cover today, so, yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to keep on the updates of, I, we've been doing updates on the UK, mostly on right. their free speech and, and government programs that are controlling the conversation there in that country. Um, yeah. we, we were talking about, uh, the big brother.co.uk that keeps track of all that stuff. This yeah. is something that came out over the weekend. And it's on that line, so I want to give an update on it. It's uh, the UK counterterrorism program says interest in great literature is a sign of far right extremism. The taxpayer funded document included references to the Lord of the Rings by by Tolkien. Um, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Uh, Joseph Conrad's The Secret Agent in 1984 by George Orwell and the poems of G.K. Kesterton. Works by Shakespeare, Chaucer, I think that's how you say that, Milton, yeah. uh, Canterbury Tales, right? right. Is it, I don't remember how to say it right. Milton, uh, Tennyson, Kipling, and Edmund Burke were also included. So well, if you read anything I just said, yeah, you're a total Nazi. Just I just want to throw that out there. You're just a Nazi person. And you know, deriving from this fascist garbage, garbage right? Yeah. Fascist. Oh my God, you you were reading Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God, yeah. absolute racist, you. Yeah, it's absolutely garbage. Matter of fact, we're talking about books this morning. There were so many books out there that we talked about. You should burn them. Just burn them. <laughs> yeah. Susie if you want to be out, a good person, just burn your books. That's what they, the that's what this story is telling me right now. Yeah. What a bunch of garbage. Right. I got nothing. It's just garbage any way you look at it. All right. Let's uh so yeah, so moving on to more uh you, you know, the the Euro brain, right? right. Um uh, we've we've talked about a bunch of articles that have been in the German build the right. the newspaper, um, yeah. and uh, here's one that came out over the weekend: Putin no longer has nuclear weapons. What? 
a writer from the German build put a leading article out over the weekend citing uh, a former Soviet KGB spy, Yuri Schwez, 70 years old, that said that Putin no longer has any nuclear weapons. What does he have? Slingshots? Um, well, I mean, it would be really weird to, because cl- like when you claim you have a nuclear weapon, that's more of a responsibility than like, I would say like chest bumping. You know what I mean? Because right. if you say you have nuclear weapons, then you sort of have to prove to the world that you're safe, right? Yeah. Right? So why would he do that? But anyway, I just that's what the German people will now believe. It's in the newspaper. So right. that that's it's just the pro, this propaganda shift goes absolutely both directions from Russia, from America, from Germany. Like yeah. all this propaganda, just like it all goes into a big pot called the clown car, like yeah. essentially in the end. So <laughs> carnival music playing as it drives through. Right. I mean, uh, we just uh, we just covered it. What was it last week? The parade in North Korea as they're 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 driving down their main street with uh, with uh, ICBMs on trailers. I mean, right, right. they, they know them. how to put on a parade. Right. Oh, I love a parade. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> the ICBMs, the tanks and the nukes. Da, 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 you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Susie put out, uh, if you burn those books, you can rewrite history. I mean, yeah, that stuff's, it's just such garbage. I, I just, uh, you know, when we follow this kind of stuff and we hear some of these uh, these specialists that come out and say, if you're reading these books, you're an extremist, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, where are you getting your data from? Must be following Facebook, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just garbage. Well, now I now I can lead into that. Uh-oh. Talk about fa- Facebook. So uh, okay. yesterday, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, um, the headline was Zuckerberg copies Twitter. $12 bucks per month to get verified and receive a blue badge. Who cares? So I, I'm, I'm going to actually read you through the announcement that was made. Okay. So it was good morning. New product announcement. This week we're starting to roll out meta verified, a subscription service that lets you verify your account with a government ID, get a blue badge, get extra impersonation protection, against accounts claiming to be you and get direct access to customer support. This new feature is about increasing authenticity and security across our services. Meta verified starts at 1199 a month on web are 1499 a month on iOS. We'll be rolling out in Australia and New Zealand this week and more countries soon. Wow. I <laughs> Well, it's been talked about for months, right? For the last year. Oh, we're going to do a paid program out there. Uh, Susie, thank you for joining this morning. I know that uh, you're flying. She said she's going to have a cocktail for me. 
she sucks. Anyway, <laughs> have a safe flight. Enjoy first class. And uh, you'll be on the ground in about, eh, it's pavement to pavement, about an hour from Anchorage to Fairbanks. <laughs> and the old man says safe travels. <laughs> there you go. So uh, now we're back to badges. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. What? Who cares if you're verified on Facebook or not? I mean, this is like the inquirer saying, please give a subscription and we'll go ahead and take your, uh, your ID for you so that we know that it's you that's reading it. People, people love this stuff though. I mean, let's be honest. It's like the, this, this falls into the psychology of the prize in a Cracker Jack box. You know, it does. Yeah. It does. It's the same psychology. People it's are gonna, people are gonna like it. Free yeah. waterways tattoo. You know, like it's it's publishing clearinghouse. It's all of those things that feed into the American psychology of being part of something, um, and bragging that you are part of all of these different things. Um, yeah. It's part of the American psychology of people being full of themselves, and they're just paper thin. Um, it's really all it is. Now, of course, if you're running a business, um, I've heard a story. Uh, there's a content creator uh, that is a is a singer on okay. YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. And she has all but given up being on Facebook because there's so many people impersonating her. So this product probably leans into the people who are making money in that type of fashion. And then right. that's going to make sense for those types of people. Oh, okay. So she has a huge, she has a, such a bad problem with it that she uh, made her own Facebook page private. And she is a content creator. Mm. So I yeah. find it to be garbage. I'm sorry. It, it, it's like, it's like, what are you feeling more secure that you've got a badge now? Well, no, I, that's what I was saying. It's the impersonation protection that you're yeah. paying for. Really? Have is. you ever, have you ever been hijacked on Facebook? Yeah. 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 But I was yeah. able to get it back. I know people who, who are still not allowed on Facebook, not because of something they did was because somebody hijacked their account. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Facebook is not a safe place. No, it's Facebook, not. Facebook Knock on wood. Zero security whatsoever. Um, yeah. All of the social media platforms besides Facebook are a lot safer. Yeah. Well, they'll hijack your account, take over your messenger just to send one advertisement to all of your friends on, on a uh, messenger. Yeah. What a bunch of garbage. And you know, the only reason you haven't been attacked. Why? Because they just haven't got to you yet. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's it. Got There's nothing to... protecting you. Sometimes yeah. they catch it right away because they'll see the they'll see like the source is doing it to a bunch of people, and then like yeah. that was kind of the scenario that I had. Um, yeah. I had my my Facebook. I lost my password, lost my username, lost all of that. Like within within hours, and I was kind of lazy that day. I was like, oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do that. I'll look at that later. And Miss by the time Andrew. I, by the time I looked at it, it was, uh, it was already corrected. 
Uh, okay. Um, Miss mm-hmm. Angie just entered the room. I hope you're having a good day out there, my dear. And by the way, I still love how you changed it to Miss Angie and uh, went to your profile pic. Good for you, my dear. <laughs> All righty. You know what? Uh, Scott, you got uh, one more uh, quickie you want to throw out there before we take a quick commercial break here? Sure. Um, so uh, th- a lot of people were saying that this was in response to that that article I just told you about that was in the German build. Yeah. About how Putin no longer has any nuclear weapons. Like literally right after that article was published, let's see the time on it. That article was published at 7.30 in the morning on Sunday, my time. At 9 a.m., my time. So an hour and a half later, Russia started a large scale exercise for its nuclear forces on the eve of Biden's visit to Europe. So here's, here's the quick thing on this. He, we will cover it. Obviously Putin's going to have our before Biden planned to do the Polish trip. Putin already said there was going to be a major announcement next week. Right. And he's going to do that when Biden's in Poland. And Uh, so we have all of that to look forward to and we'll keep everybody updated on it. Um, But things are building up. And so, so yeah. So yeah, let's take a break because I don't have any coffee right now. And and, yeah, we're always, you're always, it's always like, it's always slave to the grind with you. Every single time, whatever, whatever you're drinking out of a, out of a, out of a, uh, a personalized pulse coffee cup right now. I still haven't even got, this is like slave shackles. Is that what it is? You even control what I drink out of now. (laughs) You see what kind you see what kind of a boss man top host you are. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm be wearing like pulse branded underwear. Uh, I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some. You just watch. You just watch. <laughs> Joke's fact, on you. I don't even wear them. <laughs> oh, God. There's a metal picture I don't want. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead and play a couple plugs right now along with a song while we get some coffee, and then let's just get rolling right into the show. All righty, and here we go. Thank you all for joining the Pulse here. All those out there that download the show, uh, those that are in the room here, uh, make sure you hit that follow button and uh, give us some likes on the way through. Also, make sure you can check out our website. Go to PulseAlaska.com, and you're able to see uh, everything about us here at the Pulse. And we're all on, I don't know, we got pages and this and that. I still am not fully technically savvy on that scott don't say a word just hush your lips we'll just let that roll right now all righty let's uh go ahead and go into a couple plugs here and i'm gonna play a song uh while i go top off my coffee as well and hope you guys stick around and here we go let's also give a big shout out to an awesome morning show The Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. Streaming Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a.m. Pacific. Show some love out there from the Pulse people. Follow and support their show as well. It's a great show, great team, and a great podcast. 
Thank you all for supporting the Pulse and the Old Man's Podcast. At the Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. A true Alaskan full-service bar and grill with amazing food, in-house dining, and takeout. A great place just to chill with family and friends in one incredible log cabin atmosphere. Weekly food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. Clear Sky Lodge, located at Milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. That's 907-582-2251. And tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you.
as we know it. It's it's the end of the world as we know it. It's it's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Pulse. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning for Headline News. All right, uh, I just filled up my coffee. I needed it. I think I'm on like my fifth cup this morning. Um, yeah, it's just a good morning. I got, uh, I'm actually, Scott, you got coffee? Did you get your coffee? Yeah, so I, already, I already drank it. <laughs> you already drank it. Dude, I'm doing the death, death wish coffee thing this morning. I'm I'm like amping on caffeine. That's a, but you know why? Because I know I got to go out and plow the driveway and stuff afterward after the show. I'm like dreading it. I know Susie's coming home and there's like a foot of snow in the driveway, you know. And her being three foot tall, I mean, it's gonna. You know, <laughs> I'm glad she's off the air. I know she's gonna listen to the show. I know she is. She's gonna hear that comment. <laughs> All right, Scott. Uh, welcome back, Yancey. Uh, good to have you back in the room with us. Um, we got a couple. I actually got some messages on. Uh, yeah, uh-oh is right big time. <laughs> I actually got some messages on the side. Uh, it's Monday, and uh, our uh, some of our normals <laughs> here in the room are, are running late today. I think we're all running late. I, I had it. I even had it tough time getting up at my normal time this morning i you know i roll out of bed about five o'clock in the morning alaska time which is what seven o'clock years you know in the old man's and i'm like ah. i just didn't want to i didn't stay up real late last night but um i you know i usually go off you know anywhere between four and six hours sleep that's that's all this body needs even at my age it doesn't seem to you know get taxed too heavy yeah, see the old man. Me too. Yeah, that's it, man. We're we're up bright and early, bouncing off the walls, looking for something to do, um, except that honeydew list, you know. <laughs> All right, Scott, you ready to rock? Yeah, yeah. So the other story is, I will call it an ongoing, never-ending story. Um, I don't think we've actually ever really covered or talked about this before, but. Um, okay. this, this was a more of a, a bigger update on this reoccurring story that's been going on for years. Okay. Um, it's about Iran enriching uranium. So over the past, I want to say decade, right. Okay. Um, the, the international, uh, energy administration, um, Actually, that's not what it is, but it's the IAEA. That's yeah. the people who do the nuclear 
um, status for all of the countries in the world. Um, they have, they have um, been watchdogging Iran with uranium. Okay. So if you follow Middle Eastern news, this yeah. is a reoccurring story, like sometimes multiple times a week, right? Yeah. Um, they, that's literally how much this makes headlines is the watchdogs, the inspectors, uh, what they think of Iran, what they've surveyed, what information they find out. They literally cover this multiple times a week. So over, over the weekend, the IAEA, by the uh, way, nuclear watchdog. Yeah. The IAEA is actually stands for international atomic energy agency and was founded in 1957 and headquarters in Vienna, Austria. There you go. Sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to let them know. Okay. So, so their watchdog detects that near weapon grades enrichment uh, uranium is in Iran. So that is, if, if you follow the Middle Eastern news, that is like, they're like, who cares? We've been telling you that for 10 years. Um, But if you follow our news, they're just bringing this up. So I will give you a little bit of background what they found. Um, They found that they have basically um, are at the 90% uranium enrichment, right? Right. Um, The thing is, is one of the first articles out of Israel said when they were at 84, they were just mixing natural uranium into it anyway. So they were just cutting it, right. So, so like, yeah, like cutting it, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, w- like when you were, when you were, you know, doing your cocaine drug smuggling and oh, you used God. to cut it with baby powder and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I'm out of that now. Now I just smuggle. Oh, you don't eggs. do that anymore. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm just an egg smuggler now. Um, well, there's, well, there's more money in it. Absolutely. You know, you can't def- smoke an egg. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 good yancy we're gonna need some stories also uh, old man put out there you mean the uranium they got from killery <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey but you know what none of that ever happened just remember that um those are all in classified documents in someone's garage okay scott go ahead <laughs> so over the weekend there was a tweet by the department of defense yeah um that kind of raised some eyebrows. And one of the first people to reply to that tweet was Elon Musk. Oh, um, so the department of, of defense tweeted out diversity is a strategic. I can't, why do I always mess up that word? Imperative, critical to mission readiness and accomplishment. We are on site for the 2023 inaugural DOD ODEI summit as DEIA experts led forms to advance the DEIA and DOD mission because our people matter. Hell, it confused them just with all the acronyms. Right. And Elon Musk immediately replied to that tweet. Your strategic imperative is defending the United States. So... 
Yeah. Um, so that made a that made a lot of lot of splash. Like, why is the Department of Defense worried about like social issues? Right. Like, right. Like, can we just protect the country? Yeah. Like, can you just defend the country called Department of Defense? Yeah. <laughs> the Department of the Defense. <laughs> right. CNZ put sounds like somebody dumped out a Scrabble bag, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, the old man's got a, he says him and Grammy got a black ops uh, covert egg operation going on here in Washington. I'm good. <laughs> You'll make some money. <laughs> 10 bucks a dozen. All right, Scott, go ahead. <laughs> so I never heard the follow-up to this story, but yesterday um, there was yeah. the biggest news that was over in Pennsylvania. Um, there uh, behind a uh, church in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. There was some tr train tracks that run behind uh, the uh, Catholic church and uh, authorities had found an 18 inch pipe bomb that was just sitting there. And I never heard any follow-up to this story, but right. it was really all over the news yesterday. And I thought I would mention that because it was a pretty big story and people were super concerned that people were bombing churches or trying to, or thinking about it or, or yeah. whatnot. So, um, I thought I would just bring that, that story up. So, okay. All um, right. my other balloon bonanza story. Oh, balloon bonanzas back in the, by the way, that's a coined phrase here at the pulse. Thanks to WKOPZ Yancey. Hello, Miss Shelby. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. Balloon bonanza. Let's uh so let's so this that. is the latest and greatest. Um okay. pilots have spotted a large white balloon northeast of Hawaii. So that was a uh, big news uh that kind of came in uh late last night. Okay. So um yeah. Yeah, so we're still seeing balloons out there. We're um, still seeing balloons. Cup right. up away in my beautiful balloon. Sorry, a uh, little singing came out there. Um, and for those that didn't know, the first balloon that uh, went over Alaska, correct, uh, Scott, was the one that was gridden over there with uh, green lasers, almost like a LIDAR. Is that what they were thinking it was? Yeah, uh, from Hawaii. Yeah, there was yeah. A, yeah. a story about like the, the green laser grid. Yeah, yeah, that was over Hawaii. And that yeah. was either at the same time as the first balloon that crossed yeah. the United States. It was are within the, the, the frame of it crossing the United States or, or like right. it was either before or like in that frame of, of yeah. timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I've got a, I've got a clip for you to play. <laughs> um, Here it comes uh, guys. Put your no, seatbelt. This is just going to set up for the headline itself. So go ahead and play that clip, and then I'll give you the headline as soon as you're done. Okay, here we go. Okay, Scott, go ahead. So that was the sound of air raid sirens going off in Kiev as Biden arrived. So 
That that's that's how they welcomed him to Kiev. Um, they they welcomed Biden with an air raid siren. It's like right. uh, going through Coffeeville at at noon. I mean, well, they should they 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 should do the same thing at all the preschools in America when he arrives. Right. I mean. <laughs> You had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, you had to go there. Yeah, Yancey goes. That's right. We'll have we'll have Yancey on the live show, and he'll be we'll be cruising. He'll be cruising through town, and all of a sudden, the air raid sirens go off. <laughs> oh, timing's everything, man. Timing's everything. <laughs> so i i want to I want to keep a little bit on this story because this is huge news, and everybody's watching it, right? Right. So we basically we now we have Biden there, you know, they're 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 playing their little air raid sirens. Um, and then immediately the U.S. announced after uh, Biden's arrival that the U.S. is going to send another 500 million in weapons to Ukraine. And wow. Biden and Zelensky talked about long range weapons during a surprise non-scheduled visit. So this is a non-scheduled visit. Uh, it was a non-scheduled visit, right? Yeah. And now I'm going to send you another clip. Okay. Ding. There it is. Hot off the press. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, no. Here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play that clip now. Remind us that freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. And that's how long we're going to be with you, Mr. President, for as long as it takes. We'll do it. Thank you. All right, Scott, go ahead and go with it. Yeah, and that was uh, Biden in Kiev and quote saying, for as long as it takes or until he gets to change his diaper. Right. God. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, Yancey put out there that enthusiastic applause. There's like, yeah, it was just deafening that applause. So here we go. We're sending 500 million more over there. Right. In right. Yeah. Right. And okay. uh, during during that speech with Biden and Zelensky, uh, Zelensky yeah. states, if China allies, remember, we broke this on fr uh, Friday. Actually, we didn't yeah. break that story because I didn't really I didn't really have the backup that I thought I would need for that story. But there's rumor going around right now that China okay. is going to do a full ally partnership with Russia, including ground troops and long range weapons and all kinds of weapons of any kind. They will become a partner and ally in the war of the Ukraine. Now yeah. that hasn't officially been announced, but Zelensky during Zelensky's speech during that same conference, we just heard Biden, he stated if China allies itself with Russia, there will be a world war. Okay. What do we got coming ahead? I mean, here yeah, we so go. So I just wanted to, to, to wrap up some of uh, the stuff that has been going on with Biden's European visit. Um, yeah. Of course, it's going to be, uh, this is going to be a very 
tough week yeah over there yeah um there's gonna be i'm i i fear there's gonna be some really bad decisions made this week for the world so um yeah so anyway i was gonna go on um of some more stuff that just broke today um so going back over to the uk and like i said before we've kind of been following a lot of the free speech and kind of propaganda and and the way that the uk government is handling that um so a a group of british scientists got together and they put out an article that was released this morning um, that said that second world war style rationing of petrol household energy and meat could help to fight climate change what so um we're we're, we're back on that again okay that, Next gal, that sister welcome to the show we're back on that again right yeah. and we've covered this before where where if you ask any of these people who are pushing war what is right. the greatest threat to the world they'll always tell you climate change right so they don't they don't say anything about russia they think russia's number two they think china's number two they think um you know i don't know the all their invisible boogeymans are number two whatever they are um but you know the most important thing is i mean we're 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 kind of on the verge of i mean you already hear it i mean we're we're doing fear porn for war exactly like and 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 it's ridiculous and nobody i talk to that's just a citizen in this country agrees with any of it no like nobody is out there going like yeah let's get into a war right no no one's saying that like no one at all maybe they have their opinions of you know maybe they've got a a strong opinion on this is a bad guy or that's a bad guy that's fine but none of even those people with those strong opinions are yeah. are like saying yeah let's go to war the only people i've ever heard say let's go to war are media journalists right so right. so there's that yeah. and and these and these leaders right we, we heard it yeah. from kamala harris this morning now we're hearing it from biden we've heard it from Zelensky. you know we're hearing it from uh the people at the security council right the defense right. minister all of those people are just like they're the ones who are waging war there's some people that I would say in the left-leaning media that are really waging war. Um, and everyone else is just standing by. Right. So um, also this morning, it was announced from our house, the U.S. House, uh, Kevin McCarthy has handed over 41,000 hours of January 6th Capitol footage to Tucker Carlson. Oh, wow. That's going to be a shocker. So he, so I, I, this story has a little bit of a lead to it. Yeah. The lead is part of him becoming the speaker of the house. It was one of the handshake deals he made. The handshake deal was that he was going to release it to the public and to all of the house representatives. So they would have access to all of this footage. He did not do that to the letter. Instead, he did this, okay. which 
maybe he thinks this is a better option. But some people are mad about the, we'll call it the transportation vehicle, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, and then kind of moving on with other breaking news from around the world this morning, um, there was a strong magnitude 6.4 and a 5.8 earthquake that struck the Turkey-Syria border. Reports oh, no. of more buildings collapsed in Anatakia in Turkey after new earthquakes moments ago. And that was about three hours ago. Oh, no. So uh, I saw, so they're not really giving the, the grand updates, but if you look at like the Middle Eastern news, you're seeing those right. grand updates. I saw 45,000 over the weekend. Death. Oh, wow. That's yeah. that's what we're numbers at right now is forty five thousand. Uh, it's it's more obviously, but um, right. that's where it's at right now. That's that's the I saw that as an official uh, verified number was forty five thousand from Syria and Turkey mixed right. together, and and Turkey is just that's the side where the numbers are just going. At one time they were fairly even, um, yeah, because it almost seems like Syria's infrastructure is was less safe. So yeah. the dead, the immediate dead happened quicker, right? Yeah. Oh, is my audio going in and out? Maybe. I I can actually hear you okay. Um, okay. Let me see here. Let me crank it up just a hair here. Okay. I've I've tuned it up a little bit. Uh hopefully that that cures the problem. Um also I just want to put out there uh that the uh okay. Uh I, I just want to put out there that we use uh, all the news that comes here at the pulse uh, is coming in from not just sources here in the U S but we also use sources all around the world. We have our ticker coming in. So, um, you know, this is not just a one-sided thing that you're hearing. Uh, the stuff that we get in is drawn in from all around the world. That way we can keep you guys updated to the best that we possibly can. Okay, Scott, with that, uh, go right ahead. Sorry. I just wanted to get that out there for you. Um, so I have one more big story. Okay. And then we can definitely open up the lines, but this, as far as people who follow this, they're going to be a little surprised on how this, and we already did. We, 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 we did preface this story. So, um, so James O'Keefe, of project veritas has officially resigned what yep and an update and a statement from him is i have been stripped of my authority as ceo and removed from the board of directors um let me see if i can get a statement um yeah uh it looks I, like yancy's got some information on it also exactly what the french toast big time I just wanted dude. to okay his remarks is is uh it's here what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do a direct link because he is not on youtube now okay um so i'm going to give you guys a direct link his statement was 45 minutes long oh wow and okay. so if you are interested in that story, I have sent the link below in the chat box. 
And yeah. um, with that, um, we can open up the lines and okay. you know, talk about um, Yancey's in, got a inflated couple inflated eggs or whatever, or balloons. I don't know what people are going on. <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and uh let's uh let's bring uh uh looks like we got wkop coming in let's get his uh intro music mr holiday road himself wkop's yancey welcome to the show my brother <laughs> let's go ahead and open those lines up here at the pulse the pulse is now open and uh let's go ahead and get some callers in here Welcome, Yancey, Mr. Holiday Road. How are you, my friend? Oh, ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> ahoy and greeting. <laughs> hey, I don't hear an air raid siren in the background. We missed no, it. It's, uh, it's almost 2.30 here, so yeah, that, was, uh, that was a couple hours ago. Yeah, we missed it. <laughs> and Troncat, welcome to the show along with uh, my uh, – I can't even say it, but welcome to the show. Yancey, what do you got for us here, man? Hey, so that last story that Scott was talking about with Project Veritas, I'd read an article about that, I think a couple of weeks ago, where that uh, that company was kind of in turmoil because a couple of um, employees had been let go and then later had been reinstated to uh, the chagrin, actually, of James O'Keefe. So um, apparently that inner turmoil has turned into his resignation. So. Uh, I believe that might be the genesis of the infighting that uh, caused him to to give in his notice. So, oh wow! Um, yeah, okay. that's uh. And then I uh, also had this interesting egg story for you guys. Uh, it's not only real eggs that are being smuggled. So a guy in Britain actually uh, stole a, a tractor trailer with over two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs um, about a week ago. And the, uh, the chocolate smuggle, are you talking? Yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, the uh, over fifty thousand dollars worth of Cadbury cream eggs uh, stolen in Britain. They they found the guy. The uh, the the article that I read was you know saying, Hey, no, no sweat, the eggs are are okay, you know, yeah. uh, they're gonna be re you know, they were already returned back to their origin and they're gonna be ready for the, the store shelves. Um, and uh, but one of one of the co-hosts of WKOP, Megan, she's actually going to try to get a hold of somebody that she knows in England to try to get a hold of some of those contraband eggs, oh. just so she can have you know one of the eggs from the great egg caper. The uh, great egg caper. So, there we go. Yeah. Chocolate egg smuggling. That's going to yeah. be at the top of the charts, man. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yes the old man says i hope they inspect them right <laughs> right right <laughs> well believe it or not the egg smuggling story is still growing and growing there's updates on it all the time um they're up to like 340 percent of of you know of normal of the smuggling of eggs across the border right now i know you and i talked about it yancey you know like a week or so ago and yep. it, it, it's going crazy now you know and they're still showing i mean do you remember have you seen what the price of eggs are there in kansas you know when yeah, you go so the they've, they've they've gone down quite a bit they're still holding pretty steady over what we were paying 
you know, pre avian flu or whatever, you know, um, they're, right. they're still pretty pricey, but they have gone down quite a bit. They got as high as, um, about $6 a dozen here. And I yeah. believe they're hovering right around mid threes to upper $3, you know, range. So, yeah. uh, they've gone, so, you know, down substantially, but we're still paying more than we'd like to. I mean, I'm not, uh, making omelets every Saturday morning like I was before. Right. So, right. Uh, all right, Miss Angie. Yeah, um, there we go. Scott, did we get you back? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know if he's on. Okay, all right, you're back. By the way, the lines are open here at the Pulse. If you got something to say or just want to do a little chit-chat, you're welcome to uh, uh, join us here on the panel. The lines are open. That includes you, old man. <laughs> uh yeah, deal man put. Well, that's a win-win according to Biden. Absolutely. Uh yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um also uh, I was talking to you uh other stuff. Do you have any other uh stuff that you want to get out on the air right now since you're on Yancey? Any other news stories that you wanted to follow up on what we talked about or anything? Oh, no. No, that's uh, that's all I had. Just kind of okay. uh you know, be- beating the horse on that. So Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, the old man says I would, but I got a hockey game. <laughs> oh, too much, too much. Well, the other thing I talked about to you, Yancey, was uh, was uh, what happened with the parade over there. In uh, uh, I guess Justin went to the parade, right? Uh, oh yeah, the, in, Can- in Kansas City. Yep. Yeah, yeah, went to the Kansas City parade, and uh, how close was he? He was, he was like they were like him and Megan were like real close, right? When, uh, when Mahomes jumped off the bus and hit the portage on. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of funny stories from the, uh, from the parade that Justin told on our recent episode. So the, uh, one of the stories was, yeah, Mahomes, uh, needing to relieve himself. So, you know, uh, drug his $500 million contract, butt into a, uh, porta potty you know, and everybody standing around taking pictures of Mahomes walking into the porta potty and out, you know, yeah. uh, it's, so, it's so funny. And then, uh, I guess Justin and Megan were, uh, part uh, down, downtown somewhere and part of what used to be kind of a sketchy neighborhood. Well, it's kind of a nicer neighborhood now, but there are some leftover, uh, businesses of ill repute left yeah. over from the, uh, you know, what the neighborhood formerly was. So they're right across right. the street from a, uh, a particular dancing club. And the owner of the establishment is on the roof with turntables playing music. And uh, as, oh as the players are walking by on the street, they're dancing to this guy's music. I mean, <laughs> quite, quite the marketing ploy from this guy, right? Like, right hey, I'm going right. to draw some attention to my establishment by, playing music on the roof for uh these players to dance to right yeah uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that and then at, i guess after the parade was over um yeah it was almost like um just this sea of people wanting to leave at once and justin and megan and and their daughter trying to leave in just this sea of people and um i i guess it was just pretty crazy it was it was elbow to elbow and right. uh, Justin kind of parting the waters as he uh, as he walked and escorted his family out of out of the place. And uh, Justin's right. a, a large human being, so yeah, I uh, you know, yeah, 
<laughs> no, no. So people were definitely getting out of the way. So, yeah. you know, you got that going for him, definitely. Yeah. I just wanted to go back on some comments here. Uh, Miss Angie put out there, yeah, um, when she when we were talking about stuff that was going on, she put, we can't afford to heat our homes anyway, so what's the difference it'll make? I, exactly. There's so much stuff going on right now. Um, I know where you're at. I, I know where your location is, uh, Miss Angie, and we've actually talked to people on the, on the regular uh, Pulse show um the variety show uh on wednesday nights at 6 30 talking about how things have doubled and almost even tripled in your guys's area out there just to try and keep uh keep your houses warm um there's uh let me see here i'm actually uh going back through some stuff here uh do 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 oh that's what i wanted to talk about scott did you get any uh did you get any more updates on uh on the pipeline at all the on the investigation uh the old man put out there they heard china russia and germany are calling for an international investigation into biden blowing up the pipeline right um uh russia was the one who uh submitted the paperwork to have it discussed at the UN. Okay. Um, I that, mean, that's it. We reported that um, last week. Correct. That's, that's, that's how everything is kind of shaping up at the moment. Yeah. And it's not shaping up real good either because the, the, the proof's in the pudding, so to speak, and it's come out. Right. I mean, we think about this now, stuff like that. That's, that's active war you know if this stuff right. is it is it is it's a it's a direct act of war right and it came right out of our <laughs> right out of our house here basically you know i mean well the, the i mean just you want to talk about just things that are just absolutely crazy um the uh basically like kind of like the national boy scouts um that are actually part of the government in china yeah so it's like like the boy scouts but not like the boy scouts and it's actually controlled by the military um they're having grade school kids um yeah. learn how to disassemble and reassemble firearms in class as mandatory study are you kidding me i, th I actually saw pictures of that did you? There's actually uh, photos out there of these kids literally breaking down these these pistols at their desks. Wow! Yeah, yeah part of the national it. national defense has has required that the kids learn on 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 that, and there's a lot of uh, go back on it because, um, of course, like the response is negative, right? It's pretty negative. Right. Um, yeah. But you know, some of the comments are like. Uh, you know, American kids are being mentally, uh, being mentally abused at their desk every day all over this country. Yeah. And you've got this highly disciplined, uh, global population that is not even on the same stratosphere as the lax social directed content that American schools are pushing out right now. Yeah. You know, they're not worried about, you know, your, 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 you know, your, your three R's anymore. You know, they're just. Heck, we can't even get them to, to put 
learning how to write in cursive back in school. You know, I right. mean, oh, we're we're going we're going south in a hurry here. Um, yeah, I had no idea that they were in. Uh, did they say what ages again that they are teaching these kids how to basically? It was elementary. It's elementary school. Elementary school. I'm sure. I'm sure. What uh, if the pictures that that Yancey saw? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't know, Yancey. How, how old do you think those boys are? They they look like nine year olds, right? Man, I I was gonna say seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah, they were they were little guys. Yeah. <laughs> Blows I mean, me away. You 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 realize that most adults in the U.S. don't even know how to do that. Gun owner or not? Right. Right. Yeah, they can't even break down their own firearm. Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's that's basically a, that's a. That's a I know plenty of people who are into firearms that don't even really go too far in maintaining their own weapons. No, it's something that they so, buy, keep in a drawer somewhere at their house, and it sits there filling full of dust. You right. know, right? <laughs> yeah, pocket lint. <laughs> well, which yeah. is kind of a funny thing because it means that kind of the maybe the people that are into firearms in this country that are probably less financially uh, flexible. They're yeah. probably the ones who are learning how to like, you know, disassemble a shotgun, disassemble a rifle, disassemble handguns because, right. you know, they're, they're buying things used and cheap and, and, uh, you know, want to make sure that it works well, you know, cause they may depend on it because if they're in the lower financial range, they might be in a more harder hit area of town or they might have to use it as a tool like people in Alaska do for hunting, right. you right. know? So yeah, we don't think of guns as weapons here in Alaska. Guns here, like yeah. you stated, they are tools. They're tools of the trade here, and and part of you know part of our culture, part of our living. You know, um, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, I know for a fact that you could probably go find you know just the kids here alone. Every one of them has been hunted. Everyone has been through. You know, they've gone through weapons you know, safety courses, this and that, and everything else. And that's gone by wayside in a lot of areas that we know of. You know, like you said, people are just buying weapons up. They don't even know what they're doing with them. You know, they, they don't know how to handle them properly. They don't know how to keep them safe. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of tragic. You know, it really is, you know. Well, in this situation, uh, you can almost uh, equate it to like the philosophy of raising the next generation, right? And right. the mindset of the way that the next generation here in the States is being raised versus China. And even if it's just this, um, they're using these kids as a part of the machine, you know, and they don't have the best of intentions for these kids. I mean, they're, they're raised, they're sculpting and raising this next generation with this mindset of, Hey, this is a necessity. You guys are going to need to know how to do this because outside influence and outside sources are going to come in and try to destroy our way of life. I mean, right. on, on one hand, you know, obviously the Chinese people have been used and, and brainwashed in such a way for a really, really long time. But I guess you could probably also argue that so have we in some ways, right. um, but I, I don't know. It's just, it is kind of uh, interesting that a, a society like China is teaching 
youngsters how to do that because they've been held under this uh, red thumb for so long that they're actually teaching them something that pertains to uh, a form of self-defense. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a, I have a theory why, like, like that's more, more of a long-term overview. Um, okay. It has to do with their population, their generational population. Right. Right. Uh, they're, they're, they're struggling to make babies right now. And that is probably one of the biggest epidemics globally right now is what nations are struggling to make babies. So um, they're, they're definitely one of them. And me and Brett were talking over the weekend. So U.S. and China have reverse numbers in a very, very important category. It's domestic food supply. China. China ports 90% of the food they consume. 90%. And we, we import roughly 10% of the food we consume. We are a model country when it comes to domestic food production. So if you one thing to brag about about how the u.s is is sitting in a really nice spot and we've done really well for ourselves with all of the problems that we have that is something to brag about right welcome to the show We, Um, we have we have things in the background that are keeping this country uh so we could be successful in the long term Right. And China looks at that, looks at the U.S., that 90% domestic production, and goes, boy, would we like to have that. Yeah, uh, I, I fully agree with you. Yancey, thoughts on that? Uh, kind of, uh, I see what Scott's getting at, kind of like the, the grasshopper and the ant story, right? Right. So, <laughs> I mean... Um, being being prepared minded uh they're they're planning forward on uh whether it be uh self uh sufficiency or taking things by force either way you look at it uh like i said i go back to you know training the next generation to do whatever the ends justify the means uh in that situation and i they're they're really as that population thing goes for sure yeah I know that and you guys have talked about it on here before we're we're a lot of people don't even realize you you we've got we've got the boomers right right and we've got they're huge right that's a huge generation and then we go into generation x that's also really big and you know what the the millennials that's also really big but the numbers are going to go so dramatically down because what they're calling generation Z or zoomers. Um, so it's like 22 and under, right? It is. Those numbers are pathetic. And you know what? We have to start understanding that obviously the boomers are, are done. They're done producing for this country. Generation X is getting, we're just, we're just getting into retirement age. 
right? This is the harsh realities of it. Yeah. We are now just starting to depend on millennials, right? So people are born in the, in the mid late eighties and on, right? Those are the people we're now depending on for our economy, for our future. And you know what? You can give them as much hard time as you want the people in that generation age, but you know, they're figuring it out. Uh, I'll, I'll give them that they are figuring it out. They're starting to have kids starting to, but it's too late. It's too late because the next generation, the zoomers are going to be such a huge decrease in population. They are not going to have um, the money. They're not going to have the numbers. So at this moment, if you want to look at what's the bright generation, it's those people from, you know, it's, it's kind of like what mid twenties, mid twenties to mid thirties. That's what you, that's what you really want to promote right now is that group of people, because that, that is our future right there. It really, really is. That's the large bulk of population that's going to be producing the financial wealth for the United States. And we've gone down in, okay. You know, we talked about this the other day on the show was we've talked about how things have changed dramatically there are so many more people in the U.S. that are career-minded and not family-minded mm-hmm. that things are going to start to dwindle really, really fast. And right. it's all the, 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 the millennials are 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 um, are are starting to come around with numbers. Yeah, um, they're having babies late. But what happens when you have babies late? When you wait until you're over thirty-five years old. Um, to have babies, there's less chance that you're going to have more kids, right? Right. And there's less chance that you are going to even have a kid in the first place. Obviously, your life has to dictate the circumstance. And if everything is planned, if families are planned, if you even bring that conversation in, we're going to have less kids. Right. So, so, um, it's, it's like, it, it, it's a hard conversation, right? It's not an easy conversation. No, People are going to get butt hurt about that. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah. and, but it's, it's just the fact it's just, that's the facts, you know, that's what, are fact, the, what are the, what are the, what are the, you, how about this? We talk about Russia real quick. Okay. What, what are, what is the circumstance with all of this with the, the population of Russia? Russia currently holds one of their greatest generations. So now you can understand why they are pushing for this right now. Yeah. They've got it right now. Will they have it in the future? I think it says no, actually. Right. Yeah. 10 years, 20 years down the line, Russia's not going to have the capability. So they need to make those stakes. If they are going to be world power, they need to make those stakes sooner than later. And I really feel that's why they are pushing so hard because they, yeah. they're, they're going to go and do a huge population drop. Yeah. So you could really track this stuff and actually kind of see, I mean, why, why, why everybody's got this mindset, right? Like where, yeah. what are these mindsets behind it all? 
Yancey, comments? Well, so going back to what Scott was talking about with uh, this generational population. Um, so, you know, like my, my grandparents, you know, were, you know, one of 12 kids, right? And then my parents were one of four kids. I was one of three. Um, I've got two kids, right? It seems like that, uh, <laughs> that has kind of, and I know there's still traditionally large families out there. Uh, so I'm not going to short sell that, but as far as the Zoomers go, it, it almost seems like there's this indoctrination of either not having kids or not be putting yourself in a situation to have kids, or you know, you could argue with the uh, the the abortion thing until you're blue in the face, right? Of the its promotion, and uh, people who uh, just are 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 saying, "Hey, I'm not I'm not going to have kids." There are young people out there that are getting themselves, for lack of a better term, fixed, so they will never have kids. I mean. It's it's kind of sad and scary to think about that particular generation, if that's widespread enough, that they won't have hardly any kids at all. And then we'll find ourselves in the exact same situation with no population to right. sustain anything. Yeah. Crazy. Um, welcome so the, to the show. The China thing could actually be used as a uh, man, kind of like a, a warning flag or a... Uh, almost a model for us to not go forward with. Um, but it's going to have to take realization from people that it's possible for us to get there because that is definitely, you know, looking, looking long-term as far as, as far as that goes in a society where we have, you know, want instant gratification and, and just living for today or living just barely for tomorrow. Right. That yeah. stuff definitely catches up with you. Good point. Um, I know this is a little controversial to say, but um, as we push uh, alternative lifestyle, we are pushing right. not non-producing people. So, so that you could just take that number and you could just minus that out of uh, family producing people right off the bat. That's um, in some areas in the country, that number is up to 18%. Some regions, some cities, some, some counties. It's, yeah. a, it's getting into the high teens at this point. So you could, take, you could take that number, just take it out. Okay, so then you add people who just can't have children, right? You know, maybe they're born a certain way, right? And you yeah. add that number to that. And, and you get to a point where we're the most handicapped population producing as we go further down the road. Yeah. And that's what has happened with especially zoomers. So zoomers are not going to be prolifically producing babies and they weren't prolifically produced themselves. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, look at Japan. I, I, a lot of people, that's when we talk about this subject, they usually go, oh, I know about Japan, right? Japan right. is like every, every year that goes by takes a hit on their population, and it's dramatic. I don't know what it is right now, but literally every year, a larger number of that age people die 
than there is of any other age or generation. So we're, they're just decreasing, 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 and they're always taking the largest share right. of citizens in their country. Um, and then they have these policies, right? They have very strict immigration policy. They're all about their culture. They're all about their heritage. So yeah. how can you excite uh, a culture like that to produce children? Um, you, you can't. <laughs> you, can't. You, you, you just can't. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, the only thing I'll say is like, you know, Japan's really not that big of a place and they do have a lot of people. So I think it's going to be a long time before they're actually suffering. I mean, yep. but we're, we're talking about a country that is amazing on the technical and, and production side in the world. Yep. So they're going to lose labor force. Um, but I think they'll always try to keep up on the high technology side. Yeah. So. Okay. Good points made today. We got a lot of discussion out there today. Um, Scott, do you have anything else? Uh, any breaking news that you want to get out before I start winding this um, thing down here? Yeah, no, no, no breaking news. Okay. All yeah. right. What a great show today. Uh, first of all, I want to thank all our panel here. Um, I was getting messages on the side of <laughs> our normals for the panel here. I can't get on. Uh, no signal, this and that. It is uh, President's Day out there. Um, so we've got a lot of people, uh, that are not work. And then we got people like Yancey who are working. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All righty. Let's go ahead and give some, uh, final thoughts to today. Uh, Yancey, go ahead and give us our final words for the day and please plug, uh, WKOP on the way out. Sure. So I guess, uh, hitching a ride on the um discussion that we had today i guess we have to just keep in mind that we in a lot of ways are not too big to fail i know that we've had that uh, superiority complex in our own country that right. we uh that we are just too big to fail we're untouchable we're the usa usa but i mean there's a lot of factors that uh go into having an achilles heel and i think we uh un have unearthed one yeah. um but uh, other than that, um, yeah, we're uh, over at WKOP. We're still going strong twice a week. Justin and I do a midweek show. I think we're going to be doing it Wednesday of this week. I, no, uh, he's smashing it. He's smashing and... it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing so I, well lately. I, uh, Hello, everyone. Hello, Paul. Hello, WKOP. I let Cap sneak stuff. in on the way out uh, as you were doing your final thoughts. So. I had to come in. I'm yes, sorry. I'm I had sorry. to come in because I know I ain't going to get a chance. I fucking love you all. Oh, sorry. I love you all. And I mean it. Like, yo, the Pulse is a legend and you should come on more because I'm so gutted that I haven't caught you. Like, I swear I love you to bits, man. And yeah. Thank you, brother. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But. No. I'm glad you're here. We're actually shutting down right now. Uh, uh, Yancey just gave his final thoughts. We've been on for uh, two hours here. Uh, hey, Karate Jane, welcome, girl. Uh, let's see here. Scott, you got some final words for the day? Yeah. Um, family, friends, and love. 
At least that's what the kitchen decor that I bought at Big Lot says. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caps, give us some uh, give us some words for the day. I know you haven't been on very long, right? But just give me some smiles well, and uh, for a, I'll, for the- I'll try my best. Well, for a Monday, I've had a quite a great day, and I'm so sorry I've missed the show. But I tell you what, we're all going to be happy because you know what a smile on the face you know the less muscles you use in the face you know which when you smile but when you frown there's so many muscles that you use so just smile and be positive because you know what there's so many things in real life as well that can bring you down so when you do come on podbean and when you do try and talk to these random strangers have like respect of all their different movements like always know that everyone's different and if you can do that you can always be friends and i love you all and pulse i wish to god i come in here an hour before but yeah thank you for giving me the time i'm gonna come find you i i know you're no i'm coming on you know i'm coming on i love you find you man (laughs) (laughs) but i bloody love you because you you're a top bloke man and every time i listen to you you, even your voice man i just i'm not being no homo man just not not saying that's a bad thing but i'm just saying like for me like yeah i just think you're a great guy and scott you're a great guy and all of you people who have met in here wkop and you know i really respect you as man you know i've got a bit of a chubby saying this so i've got a short so anyway right i love you man (laughs) love you too brother i do all righty let's go ahead and kick this thing into gear here and uh let's work our way out all right everyone here on the pulse I want to give a big thank you to our panel today. We got Mr. Tucson Scott. We got WKOP's Yancey. And we got a nice little follow-up from Mr. Caps himself. Let me get some plugs out there. We got some great podcast people. Need to follow up on them. We got the Old Man's Podcast. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a.m. Pacific. You want to spring in your step and start your morning off right. Check him out. Check out the old man. He's great out there. Such a such a great show. Great people. Then we got WKOP's Yancey. Man. Want to hear some stuff? Check out his downloaded shows. A couple times a week. Make me smile. I go and look for him. Then we got Mr. Caps. Want to go kick it with some tunes? Get off the rails a little bit? Come and find Mr. Caps out there, K-A-P-Z. He'll get you rocking. Then also, we got Russ out there at the outside of normal. I'm sure there's a lot that I've uh, forgotten here. I want to thank all you guys for the support here at The Pulse. You guys are what make this show. Look for our show tomorrow. We got the headline news happening, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific. Also, we got the variety show happening Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. Alaska time, 7.30 Pacific. Also, check out, I try and sneak some shows in every now and then. Look for it, Chilling with the Pulse. Make sure you follow, hit those follow buttons out there. And uh, check out our website also. You can go to PulseAlaska.com, P-U-L-S-E-A-L-A-S-K-A. Pulse Alaska. All right. So we're going to keep on going with it here. We opened with some old school punk and uh, 
we uh we're gonna go ahead and close that oh absolutely check out the shep shack out there thank you scott i was actually on the other night with them see i gotta start writing this stuff down this is uh this is uh the old man number two we got the old man number one i'm number two well it's the and, old uh, man in there it's the old man in there yeah. The old man is in here, man. He's hanging oh, out with well, me. Well, old man, I hope you're doing well, man. Nice to see you, bro. Hey, hope thank you. <laughs> All right. I, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and follow up with one more song here. We've kind of went to some old school punk and uh it's kind of fun to listen to hope you guys all enjoy it if i got some final words for the day be safe out there and be kind because you know what a word from you may just change someone's day with that you guys all have a great day and like i said be safe and be kind uh coming for me denali brett and my co-host mr tucson scott thank you all very much for all your support here at the pulse all right we're going really old school punk here hope you guys enjoy it even those non-punk fans uh have a little fun with it here we go thank you all